It's, it's coffee, coffee break. break. It's late. It's, whatever. Oh, I didn't feel like recording this yesterday. Yeah, does this happen sometimes? I had an art teacher um, in elementary school, and one of her biggest pieces of advice was, if you're not feeling it, don't push yourself to do it. Because if you do, it'll just be not as good as you want it to be, and then no one will be happy. And that's what <laughs> I've been saying about that garbage egg script. <laughs> You're definitely not just nervous about it. <laughs> oh, I'm working on it. Yeah, you're gonna get it. We're getting closer and closer. Yep. Um, what's going on with you this week? Uh, uh, we made it to ten days of my weekly or daily reviews. Woo! Yeah. Ten days. Nice. I also released another video today. It's a good one. It talks about the Rooster Tooth website and how not good it is. Like it functions. But it's not great. <laughs> no, you got the better video coming up. Which, oh yeah, I recorded the audio for that today. It's a good video. Yes. Um, <laughs> we've seen that special twice now. Well, you've seen it three times. Yeah, huh? now I've watched it three times. You've watched it more than me, it's, and I'm a fan of the show. It gets worse and worse every time. <laughs> it'll be very, it's appropriate for October. So it'll be coming out soon. It's, it's spooky how bad it is. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> okay, uh, me, still working on garbage eggs, getting rest, hating life. <laughs> you, you sound miserable. <laughs> wow, it's my favorite podcast time. Chipper girl and the guy who's like ready to just end it. <laughs> And that's coffee break here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's the holiday season, and I probably should have started this with last week's podcast, but I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the ennui is too mighty. <laughs> it's the return of crunch time. Yeah. If we don't remember crunch time at the beginning of each podcast, we talk about a random candy. It's. I figured it'd be a great time to bring it back because it's the holidays. It's the candy month. Woohoo. So... This crunch time, it will be the Whopper. The Whopper? Nope, not Burger King. <laughs> I thought about that. <laughs> you came home with a couple of Whoppers the other day. They're still in the fridge. I really don't like them. <laughs> Me either. I was thinking about it. It's just this horrible grating feeling as, it, as your teeth attempts to go through the soft yet surprisingly too hard layers of what nougat in the middle uh, what is it <laughs> graham cracker it's it's awful it's just an awful tooth experience <laughs> i saw the name for it earlier it's uh what's a uh, uh, wafer is that what it is it's not a wafer dang oh uh, they're malted milk balls with artificially flavored chocolatey coating Made by the Hershey's company. Well, there's your first problem right there. <laughs> Hershey's. Mm -hmm. They have gone downhill so bad. They really have. Their chocolate's disgusting. It's so... I don't even know what it is. It's specifically their milk chocolate, too. Where you can just really... Just this horrible... I don't horrible, think it's chocolate. Pungent. No. <laughs> God, no. It just lingers on your tongue. Ah, uh, and I don't understand, like, you're the chocolate company. How can your chocolate taste that artificial? So, that hard layer is a combination of whey, whey. Like protein, <laughs> and malted milk. Ugh. Ugh. Malted milk. If you drop in, if you drop Whoppers into, like, 
a liquid would the malted milk dissolve no i think the liquid would just give up and evaporate (laughs) (laughs) the the liquid would spit it out i need to get out of this (laughs) um made in 1939 by the overland candy company oh wow uh they're originally called giants (laughs) terrible (laughs) they're both terrible (laughs) they're tiny how can you say whopper is an okay thing to say yeah i don't even know like yeah why are they called isn't that a derogatory term is it well Mm. (laughs) i thought Mm. about it for a second (laughs) i I don't think it's referencing that (laughs) um i was reading somewhere it was so dumb you can buy two for one cent back in the day wow and then when they came up with the the cellophane plastic wrapping mm-hmm. which i guess they weren't doing that so somebody was grabbing these balls and Ew. handing it to children for Man a cent handling melted chocolate goo all ugh. <laughs> and then they packaged five tiny ones five yeah wow you get five for a cent wow that's a deal <laughs> uh, there's an egg-shaped version which is called the mini robin eggs Oh, robin eggs. Yeah, they Which are do. for Easter. Yeah, they also suck. They just, they fool you by being more fun colors. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Reese's peanut butter cups have a Whopper flavor. Ew. Way to ruin a Reese's. Any? They discontinued that. But... Good. <laughs> <laughs> Any variant on Reese's is not good. I, I don't like them. They're not fun. They're no. boring. As a kid. They're, they're hard. Whenever you went trick-or-treating... And you came home and you looked at your your candy haul. There was always a special pile for the things you didn't actually want. And Whoppers were always in that pile. (laughs) I like Milk Duds. Yeah, those are good. They're a nightmare for your teeth, but I love them. But the Whoppers and the Almond Joys and Twizzlers always found their way to that other bag that I don't (laughs) touch. (laughs) The ones that you give to your sibling. The ones where you have to like barter. Like when you're trading candies, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, so I, I only have one good one. But also, I'm going to throw in like seven bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't like Almond Joys for a very, very long time. And, and you still don't. Very suddenly, like when I was like 25. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I just, I, I don't like coconut either. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even coconut. Um, I guess. It's kind of coconut. It, it's nasty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Write in the comments if you like Whoppers. I, I know the answer is going to be no. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a resounding no. Who likes... Well, uh, why do they even make them anymore? I wonder, how are candies doing? Like, do kids buy candies? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if a kid... If I was a kid and had a choice, never once would I opt for a Whopper. <laughs> I guess you get what you got, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got what you get. I don't know. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so that was the return of crunch time. I don't want it to take up too much time. I didn't want to sit there and read all the history for you. Just to remind you that there's horrible candies made by a horrible candy company called Hershey's. (laughs) Thanks, Hershey. (laughs) So, Disney dropped the first episode of Loki Season 2. Yeah, it was honestly better than I was expecting. It was fun. Yeah, I had remarkably low expectations. I don't know why. I guess because all the other Marvel stuff that's come out recently has been hot garbage. (laughs) Secret Invasion was the latest whoa, one. Whoa, whoa. What? I don't know. I can't even defend that one. That one sucked. <laughs> well, Loki was good so far. The, the one I liked was 
She-Hulk, and everybody's been so combative about it. I know. It's like, That's, okay, it wasn't that bad. It blows my mind. That is my most disliked video. It's like 70% likes to 30% dislikes, and it's just because some, like, DC bro, bro pieces of shit found it and it's like no she hulk sucked and i'm like it's only number like 15 on my list <laughs> it's not even that high on my list <laughs> <laughs> okay so loki in his first three days of availability brought in 10.9 million views that's not bad it's really not bad uh further disney plus is doing pretty good good for them elemental brought in 26.4 million in his first five days which it did not deserve <laughs> I'm glad I saw it. I mean, sure. But every now and then I come across articles and they're like, Ember and Wade are the best couple of Disney. And I was like, what? It's like, how can you say that when live action Ariel and Eric are right there? <laughs> Speaking of The Little Mermaid, live action brought in 16 million in the same time frame, so five days. Nice, nice, nice. And Ahsoka brought in 14 million in five days. Mm. Which we haven't seen the ending. I heard it's bad. Yeah, we've been really dragging our heels on that one. <laughs> I wasn't enjoying it. No. God, no. Everything that should be a, a movie, they just make a TV show. And everything that should be a TV show, they make into a movie. <laughs> Yeah, they've kind of lost their way. Especially... They've lost I didn't, the, This is not the way. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch football on Sunday. I just watched Stars Episode 2 and 3. Yep. And I caught the end of uh, 1. They were just playing back-to-back -back on sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whatever, I'll watch them. And 2, I used to hate that one. That was my most hated one. And... No, it's Episode 9. And... <laughs> episode nine is so bad. i can't redeem it it's so bad <laughs> i've watched it a few times and i'm like please get better please get oh man it just doesn't we don't know but somehow palpatine survived <laughs> <laughs> give that man a raise well he's gonna be frankenstein's monster soon so he's only gone up <laughs> what about moon knight yeah, oh i would call that a lateral move <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh watching episode two i was like this is still better than the stuff that they're still making today. Yeah, I don't know why everyone hated them when they were coming out. Like, episode two especially. It's just because it's far more politically driven than the original trilogy was. Yep. So it's like, sorry, we were trying to put some thought and ideas into this cool fantasy world. I liked it. Yeah, and then everyone complained about it, so they stopped doing the cool politics stuff. And I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I want that stuff. Well, if you want it, you got Andor. Oh, no, that's not cool politics. That's droning out the same stuff over and over again. <laughs> so Disney is struggling, like all other companies. Mm -hmm. This is across the board. Even Walmart, Target, and Amazon are struggling. But that's from inflation. Disney's because of different things. Yeah. They... The strikes definitely did not help. No. Nah. Um, there's reports that there was a shareholder meeting, and... Iger is not happy to be the CEO. What? <laughs> Who could have guessed? <laughs> he was making jokes about him coming back as a CEO, which I was like, wow, that's great to know. And then his other thing was, um, they're like, how do we get money back? Because they're hemorrhaging, right? Mm-hmm. So they've come up with this new idea. I'm sure it's going to be a great one. What is it? <laughs> it is to license out their IPs to become video games 
or to acquire EA and then have EA along with uh, Madden. They already are making Star Wars games for them. So they're going to just spend a bunch of money to buy EA, which I don't think they will. I don't think EA will It's an interesting idea, especially when they're pointing out Disney owns um, ESPN. Yeah. And that's all sports, right? I, I was thinking about it. And I was like, it's kind of annoying that I have to go to all these different providers or just buy a expensive cable package to watch football. Yeah. And one of the biggest problems with the providers is not getting the Sunday night game. It's not getting the CBS games. Mm -hmm. It's getting the Fox games and the ESPN games. Yeah. Who owns both of them? Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. Good old Disney. And I was like, (laughs) really? They own two of the four. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Amazon's in there, but I already have Amazon. I don't think making video games is going to save you, Disney. Video games are very expensive and hard to make. What? They're <laughs> just pumping out sports games. I mean, I guess now... I, I, is that why there's, like, Disney Racers or whatever? <laughs> Disney Magic Cast and stuff like that. Well, yeah, they, <laughs> they were working on video games a lot. Um, God, in the early 10s. You know what I think would help them save some money? Maybe if they didn't spend all their money making giant dumb attractions in their theme parks. Like a giant attraction for Avatar, the blue people. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that would save you some money. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't make sense to make a whole world of Pandora. No. When there was only one movie at the time. Yeah. And that second one was not good enough for me to say you definitely should make three more. Mm-mm. Like they really put all their chips on that one. And it was weird because it wasn't even like timed well. Because it was like four years before the second one came out. But it was like like seven years after the first one. So yeah. it was just awkwardly existing in this mid area. this <laughs> Christmas we'll get uh, the video game. Yeah. Where you can play as them. Uh-huh. And it's like, but the movie came out a year ago. Also, like, do I get a pick? Do I have to be an an air nomad, or can I be a water tribe vendor? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care enough to keep investigating in it. What do I have to get? What happens when we introduce the Earth Nation and the Fire Nation? Are we, is that going to be DLC? <laughs> or they'll just make another game. <sighs> Guess we'll find out. <laughs> I just think it's an interesting idea for them to think about buying EA games. It would also mean, if they did that... Disney would own Dead Space. Weird. They would also, that's a weird thought to me. I think they would also own at least partial rights to Dragon Age. Because mm-hmm. EA does have a lot of weird games yep. under its belt. <laughs> I don't know if I want Disney in control of all those things, though. They already monopolize a lot. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. I don't want that. <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're... Uh... Getting really mean about DC fanboys? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a few of us here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're not okay with you talking about us like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, New no. reports <laughs> about Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. That oh. is Aquaman 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you ready? I'm so ready. It's everybody's favorite bitch. Kathleen Kennedy? What? <laughs> I don't know. That's Disney. Oh, Amber Heard? Amber Heard. Um. <laughs> Have you ever heard of her? Mm. It gets depth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when the trials were going on 
I like took out the trash and there's a pool nearby in our apartment complex. And as I was walking past, there were these like kids in the pool and they weren't playing Marco Polo. They were playing dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> and if you get it right, then you have to do Amber's face. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. <laughs> It's crazy how televised that entire trial was. It was weird. For a, a brief moment of time, everyone became a lawyer all of a sudden. Yeah. It's all hearsay. <laughs> but what was I going to say before you interrupted me? Mm. Amber Heard, Aquaman. Something she's Oh, doing. yeah. How Johnny actually won that. And he's never come back. Yeah. Which is weird because a big argument she attempted to make was he's doing this for his publicity to make him more famous. And it's like, well, he's not doing any movies. <laughs> no. He, I think he had one that came out a little bit around the time of the trial, but that was it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what he's up to. I'm guessing he's just chillaxing. I guess he did like that one perfume commercial with it's the, savage with, okay with the wolves and everything it's not as good as adam driver's version which involves water and horses <laughs> do you want johnny depp in desert with wolves or adam driver in water with horses <laughs> why do you remember that i was just i was because i couldn't tell it was adam driver for too long into the commercial i was like who is this guy and then he finally showed his face and i'm like why didn't you prioritize that part <laughs> It's just perfume. It doesn't mean anything in the end. Well, not my favorite perfume commercial. What? It's the Miley Cyrus one because she becomes an anime girl and has an, a Sailor Moon style anime transformation and disappears into not anime flowers. <laughs> like they're live action, but she's an anime. It was weird. <laughs> okay. That's. I don't ever remember that. So there's new reports about what happened on the set of Aquaman. Okay. And it was that, according to Amber Heard, and she told this to her uh, therapist, uh -huh. that Jason Momoa showed up on set drunk, Oh. dressed up like Johnny Depp with his, all the rings and stuff, and was campaigning to get Amber fired. So here's a couple of things. One, if she told this to her therapist, how do we know about this? Because therapists aren't allowed to tell people about what their clients tell them. Okay. Two, Amber, we already proved on national television You're in a, a court of law that you lie <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Three, I don't think Jason Momoa would do anything like that. <laughs> so a DC rep came forward because... This is all breaking news, like, as of the last 24 hours. Mm. Which is the benefit of me holding back on doing the podcast, because now I've got this. Uh -huh. it, see? It's, see? It was worth it. <laughs> now, the DC rep, he comes out and he goes... And I was like, I don't know why he had to start with this, but he was like, Jason likes to have a few beers on occasion. It's okay, but he doesn't show up to set drunk. Okay. And he's remained incredibly professional. Also... He's not dressed like Johnny Depp. He's always got that bohemian style to the way he dresses. Mm -hmm. Which I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. that is how he dresses. Yes. <laughs> He's a very I, casual fella. <laughs> and basically the rep was saying, like, none of this actually happened. 
she's full of shit. What a surprise. <laughs> now, the rumor report breaks open even further about Amber Heard. Warner Brothers wanted to fire her after the first movie. Mm-hmm. The chemistry was not there. No. And they were like, nope, we can't have her around. She was we a... need someone better. I do remember she felt awful. Like, like... 90s movie type oh you're you're the go-to girl character you have no personality Mm -hmm. you're just there to be hot you'll have your one girl moment and that's it (laughs) so she was afraid she was gonna get fired so she went to her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend elon musk oh what a great choice (laughs) and told elon like this is not fair they're gonna try and do this to me help me And Elon was like, okay. So, apparently, this is all hearsay, I guess. Elon told his lawyer to basically bully Warner Brothers into keeping her around. So, yeah, they described this letter from the lawyer as a uh, scorched earth policy. Jesus. And they were threatening to burn down the studio. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amber, you just couldn't, you're just like glutch, glutton for punishment, huh? You just couldn't keep your nasty and ass so, out so of the public view. <laughs> the producers at Warner Brothers were like, um, we'll just calm down with this. Okay. Which uh-huh. I was like, you should have turned around and sued right back. Mm-hmm. Threatening to burn down. And I don't know if that's what they meant or they're just being very colorful with the way they're describing this letter. But still. But you, you Whatever it was, it was very threatening, and it bothered them. Unsurprising, given the people in, in question. What, what does Elon Musk have that has to do with Hollywood? I have no idea. All his shit is space. Uh, he, ruining social media. He's a little dick energy. Um, he went to Texas to prove he knew how to shoot a gun, and he wore a big ol' texas style hat but he had it on backwards because he doesn't know what he's doing (laughs) they let him just wear it right yeah no one said anything (laughs) they all just he was surrounded by like seven fucking sheriffs (laughs) nice and they're just like there's there's this dead-eyed expression like i guess we're following this dumb yuppie around today (laughs) as he gets mad that twitter won't like stay live long enough for him to live stream (laughs) nice that's pretty funny that Texas did that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Her behavior is uh, crazy. Yes. <laughs> Sporadic. Uh, she's obviously doing this because um, the new movie's going to come out in December. And she wants attention. She wants to actively sabotage this, which is kind of sad. It is. It really is. <laughs> it is the end of the DCEU. And, and this is how it's going to go out. And, like, after this, what does she have lined up for her? You she know? still has to pay Johnny. Well, this is, like, movie-wise. This is the only thing she had. No one yeah. wants to work with this crazy girl anymore. Yeah, it's over. So, I mean, she still has to pay Johnny? Yeah. She hasn't done that yet? No. He, what? Jeez. <laughs> what a loser. Now, after all this came out, I... <laughs> They're saying this is a report. Some are saying it's a rumor. I think it's true, and it doesn't really need to be said, but for some reason people felt like writing about it. Hmm. That the original six Justice League members, actors of the DCEU, Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Ezra, Ezra. and 
uh, Ray Stone, yeah. will not be returning as their characters in the DCU. Dang. I don't know why that had to be said. Yeah, because, like, even if you kept, like, just Jason Momoa, who I think is an amazing rendition of Aquaman, not like there's much competition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, even if you just kept him around, it'd be, like, really weird. It's like, why did just that one guy stay? And then you're clearly changing everything, but mm-hmm. he's still the same. It'd be weird. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean much to me. I'm like, cool, let's just start up. The new one. Yeah. And like, we already have Robert Pattinson as Batman. You know, we could lean into that idea. So Joker 2 comes out October 4th of next year. And then Batman Part 2. What? Next year? Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like I've been waiting Batman for forever. <laughs> Part 2 comes out October 3rd of 2025. Oh god, I hate that. I hate the all... Oh in two to three years it's like don't tell me now <laughs> i don't care <laughs> no i haven't heard much news of the penguin for obvious reasons uh-huh. <laughs> and blue beetle did okay yeah it should be on dvd soon streaming somewhere you know what's something that annoys me a little thing they don't make them on vhs anymore <laughs> <laughs> no it's every time like i see the barbie movie advertised for streaming for plenty of different places but you gotta buy it but yeah but it's not streaming you have to purchase it and like that annoys me because you put her face everywhere and i'm like oh i want to watch it but i don't want to pay for it on top of a streaming service yeah (laughs) since it already made its money too i know (laughs) warner brothers (laughs) uh everyone's most anticipated return video game franchise F-099 dropped today yeah, as I, of recording this. I thought it dropped the day it was announced. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's why no one was talking about it. Oh. <laughs> I thought for sure it was available that day. No, I was reading it was available today. Maybe it was available for pre-order? I don't think you have to pay for it. You just have to get the online service. That's weird. I thought for sure it was out already. <laughs> and then when I was eating lunch, I guess Sony decided, hey... The PlayStation 5 Slim is real. Oh! I mean, it's about time. That big lug needs to get slimmed down. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so they are considerably smaller. They look the same. Oh, but, oh, God. (laughs) So they still have those fins. I've never disliked a game console design more than the PlayStation 5. (laughs) It's so dumb to me. I think it looks cool. I don't. <laughs> I like the way it lights up. I honestly like the way the... What's the latest one? Xbox Series X? Yeah. I like the way that one looks. Like a Jenga tower. Ew. I just... I'm, I find, like, square obelisks appealing. <laughs> At least more appealing than a white wave that you can't balance anything on top of. <laughs> well, the good news is, finally they unveiled the Slim... You can get a disk drive for an extra hundred dollars. What? What? <laughs> no. The, the picture, the picture with it, it looked like it was already built into it, like mine. Mm. But they they had talked about like having an external disk drive that you can plug into it. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> they still have the PlayStation Portable coming out this year. Yeah. And it's they just... a very misleading name because it's not really a playstation portable it's a playstation portable add-on to your already existing playstation (laughs) they got uh their earbuds out now 
Yeah. And they got their cool pro controller. Yeah, do you remember that, that ear thing? When we were trying to, like, watch one of the, uh... When they're first showing off the PS5, and, and they... it was a two-hour presentation on audio. Yeah, and they, like, used a brief moment, like, using Jack and Daxter as, like, a screenshot to highlight the idea of, like, noise in different directions. And for a second, I was like, oh, are we talking about video games? And then it was gone. I was like, oh, no. It was just, uh, you, you got my hopes up to continue talking about ears. <laughs> yeah. It was probably one of the worst presentations I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, probably did not need to be public. No. I don't, like, like no. <laughs> Put that on your YouTube channel, guys. <laughs> okay. So... We're going to talk about some celebrities. Oh, yeah? One in particular. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, what's Jerry up to? Is he dead? What? I got worried. <laughs> Usually we don't talk about older fellas unless they're passing away. <laughs> Jerry's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jerry's been doing uh, stand-up. Yes. A few shows here and there. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, people kept asking him about Seinfeld because all these reboots are coming back, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes... I can't tell you anything, but something's going to happen. I don't want Seinfeld rebooted. He further elaborates on it and he says, again, I can't tell you much, but David, or, yeah, Larry and I have been looking at the ending of Seinfeld and we've got a few ideas. No. And I was like, hold on, wait. Stop, stop with the damn judgment, okay? Okay. Larry David went on to go to his own sitcom mm -hmm. which is arguably better yet is doesn't exist without seinfeld uh yes but i do agree it is better <laughs> and that's curb your enthusiasm and curb is rumored to have one more season before it's over another oh, really yeah. <laughs> damn i, I, I don't know how long it'll take them to make this one because mm -hmm. sometimes they can take two years yeah it's not even production quality, it's just they're old guys. There's been a couple of times where I'm like, yeah, this is surely this is the last season. And then there's another one. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so they wanted to one last season. In one of the, it's like season five of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry has the idea of rebooting Seinfeld. I remember that. <laughs> Why couldn't they do both in the <coughs> same season? I I guess they could. <laughs> As a joke about... Because it's a, sometimes they're meta in their jokes mm -hmm. on Curb, right? What if the joke is he's actually going to try once again to reboot it, and it just goes horribly? Like, it's a weird, like, the Seinfeld sitcom is the real sitcom, and then the Curb Your Enthusiasm that could be airing at the same time as this is like the behind the scenes version of it. I didn't think like that. That would be really elaborate. It would be, but I feel like it'd be something Larry would do. <laughs> I also don't know if they could do that. I don't know. Because Seinfeld's, the rights to Seinfeld, at least to air them, belongs with Netflix. Really? Oh, they paid a lot of money. I, I thought we watched that on Hulu. No, we watched that on Netflix. Wow. It was yeah, a long I time mean, ago. <laughs> it was a lot of money. I bet. You know, I bet. Yeah. I bet they're making bank off of it. I bet they've gotten their money back. <laughs> Maybe. Um, well, Curb Your Enthusiasm is HBO. Mm, I feel like it could work. 
Warner Brothers and Netflix playing? Well, didn't... Wasn't that a thing? No. No. I was gonna say, wasn't that a thing? And not the latest season of Curb, but the season before that. That Larry was going to different streaming services to try to make a new show. He went to Hulu, though. And he went to... Well, he went to Netflix at one point in time. And then he hated them. (laughs) 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 Because, like, their bathroom didn't smell right or something. (laughs) There's also the way they were talking to him. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he left to go to Hulu, and he hated them also. Oh, man. <laughs> Curb's so good. <laughs> so I, I was kind of excited that this is a potential thing. I don't know. I'm so wary of, like, reboots, especially, like, years and years after the fact. I don't know. I haven't seen it done well before. Well, At least Frasier, nothing comes to mind. Frasier just got his reboot last week. Oh, yeah? Is anyone saying anything about it? <laughs> Some people like the new cast. Yeah. And some people are like, um, where's all the original characters? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like they said, they swapped out a lot of these older characters to have more diversified characters. Mm-hmm. Makes which sense. would make sense. It's a much more brighter set. I understand. That's also just like how... like. It, well, his apartment was set up so weird. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was memorable. I would say it was on purpose. <laughs> and yeah, um... I haven't heard bad things, but I haven't heard great things. I guess it's because the last attempted reboot type deal I did get invested in was How I Met Your Father, and that got cancelled, <laughs> and yep. my disappointment is unending. <laughs> I think you could do a sequel reboot type deal to Friends if you really wanted to, and it would just be about their kids, because they all ended up having kids. Mm-hmm. I'd I've thought about it before. It made sense, you know. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Perry, Matthew Perry. Yeah. So this morning I was up in the wee hours in the morning, and I looked at uh, Rotten Tomatoes top one hundred zero percenters, or less than five percent. What does that mean? Like the worst of the worst. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's how I found the National Lampoon's Gold Digger. Oh, I was, I didn't even think about it. I just, you just stumble upon things sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going through it. Uh, it's because I read something really weird. That Danny McBride is working on an animated Garbage Pail Kids. Nice. Of everyone's hands, I trust Danny McBride's in this well, scenario. Well, I was like, hold on, <laughs> didn't they make a live action back in the 80s? Yeah, a very long time ago. I think and there's... Yeah, it's creepy. I, I haven't watched it. I think there's plenty of room to play around with an animated series for these kids. And Danny is funny. So, what could go wrong? <laughs> I I guess. Um, Yeah, and I was just kind of curious, and then like I saw it. The live action from the 80s is from 83 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was considered, and is still considered, the like worst film ever made. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I was just like, oh man, what are the worst films ever made? I couldn't tell you all 100 of them. There were so many of them. Mm-hmm. Except for uh, Baby Genius's Super Genius 2. Oh, I... And later down the line... Baby Geniuses, the original. Yup. And I was like, damn, they made a sequel to a really bad movie. Have you watched either of them? No. I watched both of them. I was reading that the second one, they fight John Voight. I don't remember, because I was a kid when I watched it. But yeah, they were like, more spy-centric in the second one. Because that's what they do. They're babies, and they like, control- they're the ones actually in control of like, the government. 
because they're infinitely smarter than the adults. Okay. That's the thing. Okay. <laughs> and, it's, and it's every baby. It's not just these babies. Every baby. And then you just grow up, and then you become dumb, and then you become an adult, and you become slightly more smart, but never as smart as you were when you were a baby. Just no one knows, because you're a baby and you can only speak baby talk. Except sure. sometimes you don't. It's been a while. <laughs> so, there's a list in the middle there where it was Matthew Perry over and over again. Damn. And I was like, oh, this is that curse everyone talks about. Yeah. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's called the Matthew Perry curse. I thought you were talking about, oh, who's the one from Seinfeld? Duh. Oh, no. Yeah, Jason Alexander. Yeah. The we're... Jason Alexander curse. Where Matthew Perry does fall into that. Mm -hmm. Where once you do a hit show, you cannot become a serious mainstream actor. Mm -hmm. And they tried. I would say Matthew Perry had more recognizable films. At least that I can remember. Like, I distinctly remember ads for more films Matthew Perry was going to be in than anything Jason Alexander was Well, apparently a lot of them were flops. Yeah. (laughs) That sucks. So, yeah, you talking about doing a sequel... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, it would just be their kids. Because Chandler and Monica had twins, and then Phoebe had her triplets, and uh, Janice had a son. You know, you could bring them all back <laughs> somehow. Janice? That was the, the girl with the really nasally laugh who dated Chandler on and off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's felt like an idea a corporate overlord would come up with. <laughs> if I worked for someone like HBO, they would give me money now. <laughs> so, we talked about her last week. Mm-hmm. She's made national news consistently. Yeah. Everyone hates Amber Heard, but everyone loves Taylor Swift. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> the Swifty! Woo! <laughs> uh... I've got nothing else to say about what's going on with that relationship with the NFL, but it's very interesting to see everyone else's conspiracy theories about it. It's honestly insane how many conspiracy theories there are. (laughs) They're so, like, overthought. Yes. And I saw a great video today that was talking about it, and it was like, Taylor Swift and what's his name? Travis Kelsey. They're not... They... I remembered his name. I know I forgot it last (laughs) one. They aren't doing anything Mm-mm. like she just shows up to the games and cheers for him and then like they went to like one party where there was like a bunch of other people a bunch of other celebrities yeah they are not actually doing anything the media circus is glorifying this relationship which is leading to the crazy conspiracy theories because like you're you saying the switchboard operator is like go back to taylor now we gotta we gotta highlight this for the views <laughs> so i was listening to a podcast with a comedian I like listening to comedians. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us do. Um, I'm a big fan of Chris Stefano. He's got a stand-up special on Netflix. Really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably won't like him too much. He's a lot. He Very smart. It's easy right. to forget that he's like actually a historian. <laughs> it was crazy. He, he's not a historian. Yeah, he just does that for fun. But, but like he was sitting there just talking, and then suddenly we were like, like suddenly, elbow deep in like hardcore historical political facts and i'm like oh okay when did we get here (laughs) (laughs) um he was talking about the the taylor swift and travis kelsey thing 
and he was watching national news and they were like this has really happened a nine-year-old girl was kidnapped on a campground in new york oh that's sad they found her she's fine good okay but when he was watching the news this was just breaking news and they're like before we get to her we gotta talk about no yep and so they talked about taylor swift and this conspiracy theory before they talked about a little girl who was abducted from her family oh my god um yes that story was buried because i eventually found out about it but only after she was found jesus Um, jeez louise yeah and for for someone else who i listen to every week and he kind of does have some good points Mm -hmm. for him to bring up that point and be like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. That's just also like, like, that is a more important story than this garbage. You're really fishing for the Taylor Swift views right now. Yep. Jesus. (laughs) So why do I bring up Taylor Swift? Big old silence. (laughs) Got to breathe in. (laughs) She's got a movie. Oh yeah. Is it a documentary? It's a concert doc. That makes sense. It's for her last tour, Eras. Yeah. The Eras tour. It was a big one, apparently. Makes sense. I'm amazed she hasn't done more concert docs. Well, she hasn't dropped that new re-release of the album, has she? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be huge, too. do not know. (laughs) So here's the thing. Uh, The Eras tour is coming out this Friday. It, it was PG-13. Okay. The Swifties are furious about this. Wow. They're upset that they took away some of her F-bombs. How many? Because they feel like it's a freedom of her speech. Oh, Calm down, guys. She's not Jesus. She's not a new god. Calm down. She had to finalize the decision. Yeah. Like, uh, also, how many F-bombs can Taylor Swift really have in her lyrics? Really? No, no, no. I think it's when she's like talking in between songs. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Lots of people will censor themselves if they want to, especially if they're reaching a larger audience. Because Taylor Swift knows a lot of her audience is like seven-year-olds. <laughs> she doesn't want to fuck, 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 fuck in front of them. Wow. <laughs> what about not swearing? I already said fuck earlier. <laughs> what I said. So you keep saying what it. What I said. Elon Musk was surrounded by a bunch of fucking sheriffs. <laughs> So I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, it's PG-13 because it's going on the theatrical syndicate. Also, isn't there usually options? Like there's a PG-13 version and also an explicit version? Is that not the norm with like things like this? No, this is a movie that you can go to the theaters and watch. Mm. You get to watch her concert live in a theater. <laughs> That's the whole point. If you couldn't have made it or you want to relive it, this is your moment. <laughs> they want to relive it as if they all didn't stand there with their phones up the whole time recording yeah, right? the whole thing from every angle. <laughs> Here's the crazy part. Yeah. It's projected to make $100 million in its first week. That makes sense. It, Honestly, I expect more. It's projected, for what it's already projected at, if it does do this, it will have made more money than Spider-Man No Way Home did in its first week. Good. <laughs> Taylor's more popular than Spider-Man. Makes sense. And that's the big takeaway today. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. That's the title. Taylor Swift is more popular than Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be. Um, I'd watch it. Her heiress movie, whatever. I'd be into it. I want to see what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> Only if Jack shows up. 
Otherwise, I don't want anything to do with it. Which one's Jack? Jack Antonoff. Who? Oh. <laughs> Bleacher's boy. Yeah, you gotta call him Jack Bleacher's, because no one knows him by his real name. <laughs> it's like his name, his name is David Bastille. <laughs> It's Dan. Dan Bastille. <laughs> but the Bastille was the important part. <laughs> okay, box office trolls. Box office trolls. Woohoo. Um, the Haunted Mansion came on to Disney. I'm surprised that wasn't in your lineup of... Wait, we talked about it already, didn't we? thought it came out Friday. Uh, we can talk about it. You're right. I think you're right. I don't think we had talked about it yet. No, I think you and I talked about it at length. I think we just announced it was coming out. And all I can say <laughs> is the art director did one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a movie. Hmm. Crump. The bad guy. Oh, you just keep... The ghost. <laughs> what? What? In the box hat? Hat box ghost. Hat box ghost. So his head is severed in, in, his, in a box. You've seen him in the trailers. Yes. He's also in the ride. His name's Crump. They show you uh, little flashback scenes of when he was alive. We only see one pic, like photo of him when he was alive. It's a painting. Yeah. And it is Jared Leto. Yeah. And he does voice Crump. And I was just like, that is so cool that they, it's just Jared Leto dressed up in like 1800s Victorian garb. It was a nice touch. I... I thought that was really cool because you would never know that is Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't sound like Jared Leto. Nope. He doesn't look like Jared Leto. Oh, well, yeah, he's a CGI ghost. <laughs> I thought it was all fantastic. Cast was fun. I found it hard to predict, surprisingly. <laughs> I found it very easy to predict. I definitely thought a different character was going to die. I'm not going to say it, because I don't want to spoil it for you, just in the, case. The main character... The trailers did this wrong. The trailers show you that it's... Uh, who plays Ahsoka? Oh, I don't remember her Rosario name. Rosario Dawson? Yeah. She's not really the main... She was also the weakest performance in the whole movie. Like, she yeah. was fine. She was phoning it in. Yes. <laughs> uh, she moves into the mansion with her son, and they realize that it's haunted really quickly. I mean, it's kind of funny how quick it was. <laughs> she goes out to get people who know about the paranormal, and the main character is actually Ben. Yeah. Who's... A was a scientist. Yeah, he an was an astrophysicist or something like that. But his fiance was like a ghost tour, ghost hunter. Yeah. So he used his understanding of like telescopes and light to make a camera that could potentially capture the image of a ghost. Yes. Um, it was very good. I and thought it was very smart. <laughs> there's a priest mm -hmm. who is Owen Wilson. Yes, he's great. And then there's an old man. Yep. A uh, grouchy old man. Who knew, like, the architecture. I think that was his specialty. Yep. Danny DeVito. Yep, yep, yep. He was also great. Everyone was great. <laughs> and then, was that Queen Latifah? I don't think so. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's look it up. Yeah. <laughs> she, I, uh, she was she, a medium. Another, yeah. She was, like, a, a medium psychic fortune teller. And she was honestly the funniest one, which surprised me. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish, yes. <laughs> Shoot me. Yeah, so Queen Latifah is much older. <laughs> but I understand. She Tiff would wear a lot of those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, 
They were all really fun. Mm-hmm. The ghosts were fun. Great dynamic. The ghost was the best part. I like how each ghost, it wasn't just, ooh, there's a spooky guy. Like, they all had a story behind their design. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite was the two brothers, because they were like, if you walk down this hallway, sometimes I feel a shooting pain in my sides when I walk down this hallway. And there's these pictures of these two brothers, and they're both holding these these rifles, these revolvers. And then you learn the story. Flintlock pistols. I was so close. And then you learn the story that they did a duel and they killed each other. And that's what the shooting pain is when you walk between them during their duel. They shoot you. Oh, it was so cool. And, and everyone. They're, they're also part of the ride. A lot of the stuff that's in the ride is actually in the movie. It was great. I've never been on the ride. So I had no expectations going in. Yeah. And I was still charmed by uh, it all. It very much distanced itself from the Eddie Murphy one. Yes. In fact, a lot of that's just not even there. Other than, like, you know, key visual things, like the crystal ball character. Yep. Who's in both. The Which head is, that uh, moves. Uh, what is her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. <laughs> Who better be in the next season of One Piece. <laughs> just saying. We'll <laughs> I will f- be upset if she's not. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. And one of my favorite things is it doesn't all take place in the mansion. Mm-hmm. Now, my one last true takeaway from this movie, it's right off at the beginning. It takes place in New Orleans, where <laughs> uh, if you go to Disneyland, you go to New Orleans Square. Yeah. You'll find the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction and the Haunted Mansion. Makes sense. And those are the only two actual attractions there. I would be totally content with just those two. And things. it's all dressed up to look like the French Quarter. Oh, oh and the pirates make sense yep. there, too. Yep. Oh. oh, it's cute, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> now you take back your theme park <laughs> thing. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> just not the blue people, you know? Um. Yeah, so it takes place in uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And... They say that it's the most haunted city in America. And that is factually incorrect. It's Savannah, Georgia. (laughs) Somehow Wes Anderson found time to create four short films based on Randall Dahl, also the author of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, And Charlie and the Glass Elevator. Yes. Your second sequel. He also wrote Matilda. Yep. Um... Uh, BFG. Yep. He has lots of them. Those are the more famous ones. They've had movies. <laughs> so you can find these four. Wait, hold on. You keep calling him Randall. Rawl? Rald. 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 Rald Dahl. Rald. There's a character in. Um, This is going to be a, a deep dive stretch, so stay with me here. There's a character in Letterkenny who's one of the skids. Who's named Rald. They call him Raldi very often. He's the one who has a crush on the main, like, goth punk guy. That, Rald. That's his name. <laughs> okay. So, that's how I remember. <laughs> He's the one with the long black hair. Ah, uh, no, that's the main character guy. Raldi's the one with the short hair. The junkie? Yeah. The goth kids, the, the the skids, that's what they were called, right? Yeah, they're called skids. Yeah, the the other one, the main one who wasn't the leader of them. Okay. <laughs> wow. Rald Dahl. <laughs> so if you like Wes Anderson or you want to see really interesting uh, film that's more like stage work, mm-hmm. you got to go check these out. Uh, 
we started off with the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. I'm going to say, if you watch all four, end with Henry Sugar. Because I think not only is that one the longest, I think it was the, the longest. I think it was the most inter- entertaining, and it had a m- more fun ending. <laughs> I'll argue with you on that one. Mm-hmm. It stars Benedict Cumberbatch, but it goes through an entire crazy sequence mm-hmm. of <coughs> Ben Kingsley learning how to read. Like he sees with his eyes closed. He sees with the, he sees the world without his eyes. Yeah. And that he is in India, and it's his whole origin story of how he's able to do it. Mm-hmm. And Henry Sugar is a British man who ends up finding this manuscript about how he did it and decides that he's going to do it also. Yes. Yeah, the, all four of these star Benedict Cumberbatch. Nope. And also, Ben Kingsley's in all of them, I think, or most of them. They're only in two of them. Uh, what's his name? R- Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes, yep. Also, I don't know the names of the two other Rupert fellows. Rupert Friend. Is that his name? What a nice name. <laughs> and then I forgot the other guy's name. Uh, the one who stars in The Green Knight. Oh, Dave Patel. Oh, is that his name? And then the black guy is the voice of Onion from Apple and Onion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they all do amazingly. <laughs> uh, lots of uh, Breaking the Fourth Wall, mm-hmm. which is very fun because they're your narrators. Yes. The next story was The Rat Catcher. Which was, I'm going to say, the weakest of the four. It was creepy. It, it got really good at the end, but the first, like, 50 to 60% of it was like, eh, I know we're building up to something, but... <laughs> it's about a crazy rat catcher who's played by Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and his crazy theory on how to capture rats. Yeah. Uh, it bonkers. Yep. Airplane passing through. I'm sure you could hear it. There they go. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> um, the next one was Poison. That one was great. I laughed my ass off at the end of that one. That one was it was so good. <laughs> um, it was tense too. They did a really great job with the tense nature of it. So Dave Patel's character comes to Mr. Pope's house, which is. Benedict Cumberbatch, Mm -hmm. and he's laying still in his bed, and he tells him that there's a poisonous snake in his bed. Yeah. So they go get the doctor, who's Ben Kingsley, and they try to figure out how to get rid of the snake, because if it bites him, he will die. Yeah, it's like almost immediate, and it's this really interesting, like, puzzle of how do we do this? How do we save his life? What can we do? It was really good. I liked it a lot. (laughs) It's a very funny ending, too. Mm-hmm. little... Thoughtful. It was yeah. a thoughtful ending. Yeah. <laughs> and then Swan, which was, I think, the darkest one. It was the saddest. But yeah. It was very well done. It stuck with me long after. Like, we were lying in bed going to sleep, and I was just lying there thinking about it. And I'm like, damn. It's a really messed up story. That was also Friend. Was that his last name? Yeah, Friend. I think that was Friend's best performance. Out of oh, all of them? Rupert Friend, if you don't know him, uh, he played the love interest in Pride and Prejudice, which I know everybody here is huge fans of it. We read the book multiple times. <laughs> Did we? No. <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't either. I've never read it. <laughs> uh, his uh, other big acting credit is the Grand Inquisitor in Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> so, you figured that one out. He's got some range. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, why did you get the, the pretty boy from the rom-com to play the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense, guys. <laughs> We're breaking boundaries, man. <laughs> yeah. I just want to play a bad guy. Um... When we finish talking about these, remind me of something because I want to throw it in. But well, that, it that's in. it. I just wanted to say that they're really well shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar is 40 minutes, while the others are about 10 to 15 minutes long. I thought it was 17? It, nah. They go, they go by a lot faster, which I feel like works because they were all short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry Sugar definitely needed to be longer. I think. Yeah, the, the story of... The magician, basically. It's a very intricately woven story, and it could easily get con- confusing if it was shorter than what it was. Yes. Especially with how many narrators we jump between. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's amazing what Sanderson found the time to do all this on oh, top yeah. of Asteroid City. <laughs> on top of Asteroid City. Uh, yeah, he, apparently he was going to make this all one movie and then just decided to break it up into four. I think it works better that way. Yeah. Um, They're exclusively on Netflix. Yes. So check those out. The thing I was going to say, this isn't even a big thing. I just saw a trailer for a movie today. They're remaking The Color Purple. Yeah, I knew that. I did it. Halle Halle Bailey? Ariel. Yeah. (laughs) She's going to be in it. I've never seen The Color Purple. Me either. I don't know what happens. (laughs) I'm going to guess it's really sad. I'm pretty sure it's really sad. Yeah. Oprah, Oprah is producing it, which makes sense. She's in the original. Her, that was her big breakout role, I'm yep. pretty sure. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, that was interesting. just want to throw that out there. Because I was watching the trailer before... Because it didn't show me the title of the movie. So yeah. I was just watching the trailer before my video started. And I'm like, what is this? What could this movie be? And it's like the color purple. I'm like, oh, that explains why I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Uh, Only Murders in the Building wrapped up. Yeah, it was good. It was. Uh, there's definitely going to be a season four. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's already announced it. Well, yeah, but where that ended, it's like, you kind of have to make it. How many more seasons do you think they have in them? At least ten more. I'm going to say, the, when they get to five, they're going to be pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> I think five could wrap it all up. Yeah, I think the, the Martins are a little too old. Also, I don't think this story, it was a point where when I saw the announcement that the fourth season had been greenlit and whatever, someone was quote-tweeting it, and they were saying, at that point, I would just move out of the building. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, one of them did. (laughs) I know, that was weird. Unique choice. Yeah. We got lots to play around with. Uh, I hope it's good next season. Yeah. It'll probably come out next year. This last one was good. Just took a long time to get its legs. Once it did, it, it found them. Mm-hmm. And it was a really fun twist and turn. Especially finding out, I said this last time, but Paul Rudd's character is not the absolute asshole you think he is. God, it made his death so sad. And he did such an amazing job. I keep thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Meryl Streep also did very good. And she got better. Uh, I think she's often at her best when she's doing not the usual drama crap she usually does. When she's singing. I think she's at her best when she's doing something goofy and fun because she really just has fun with it. Like um, the aunt in Serious Unfortunate Events. Aunt May I think was her name. The one who was afraid of everything. It's not May. Uh, March? No. Aunt. 
Josephine. Aunt Josephine. That's what it was. Why did I think May? <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh. I remember. Oh, and Aunt March was Little Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an older show on Netflix, but we just started watching it. We're halfway through. Mm-hmm. Produced by A24, starring a near all-Asian cast, with the exception of Andrew Santino, which I think he's an honorary Asian by now. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's an honorary. Andrew Santino's really funny. <laughs> Another great comedian, and also best friends with Chris Stefano. I know. They're fun when they get together. Oh, dude, it's the best. Um, it's uh, Beef, is the yes, name of the show. Beef. Yes. If you haven't seen it, and you're looking for something to get you out of that show hole, this will be it. It's intense, but in a fun way. Like, it's very intriguing, you know? Very dramatic. Yes. But there are some funny moments. Yes. And there's some very, like, uh, creepy? Not scary, but like... Unnerving. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. There's a very intricate back and forth between our two characters where you don't root for either of them. No, they're horrible people. <laughs> Basically, they have beef with each other, so they just decide on their spare time to ruin each other's lives. Yeah. They... And they are ruining each other's lives. Uh, we were talking about this this morning, and we were like, do you think there'll be another season? And it's like, I almost hope there won't be, because I don't know how long we could drag this out for. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also A24, and they're not, they're not known for having sequels. <laughs> no, not everything needs a sequel. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, we'll probably finish that up right after this podcast. Uh, sorry it's late, mm -hmm. but I hope you guys enjoyed it. There's yeah. a lot of information in here. Yep, yep. Um, uh, things coming out this week. I don't know of any video games, but I do know Disney's Goosebumps is coming out very soon. Yes. Oh. Um, Fall of House of Usher on Netflix. If you liked Midnight Mass, Midnight Club, The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Fly Mansion. Which, the best one. Fly, Fly Manor? Fly is the best. Oh my god. <laughs> Here's his fifth show, which is based on Edgar Allan Poe's poetry and short stories and proms. Prosims? Prisms? What? I don't know what word you're trying to say. <laughs> it's a very old way to say poem. Okay. Uh, I'm excited. Pr proms? Pr no, don't oh, think so. Prose. Prose. That makes sense. Proms. But, it, okay, whatever. Um, the Justice League crossover movie with Ruby comes out in this week or next week? I'm not sure. Wow, They okay. had a teaser, and it said, That's coming so... soon at the end. And I'm like, what do you mean, coming soon? I know it's this month. Just tell me the date. What do you mean, coming soon <laughs> can't wait to not watch that we watched the first one we have to know how it ends how did Kilgore hack their VR gameplay <laughs> which was the plot of the first of one of <laughs> all animated Justice League films and live action <laughs> and cartoon series in comic books video games this was the worst one it's uh, it's there's nothing that can actually compete with it. No. I think the Super Friends was more entertaining. Yes, and I gotta watch the second one so then I can do a review on both of them. Because if I do a review on the first one, I don't want it to end with, and I don't know what happens next, and then we see the second one. Yep. So we gotta watch it. <laughs> okay. And the uh, the only movie coming to theater this week is Taylor Swift because no one wants to fuck with that. Yeah. Wait, didn't Monster High get a sequel? 
Out of nowhere? Yeah, but I told you that. I didn't know. But that was last week. And I try to keep up with Monster High. How did I, how do I not know this? <laughs> Monster High 2. The Weckoning. Is that... No. <laughs> I was like, is that really? <laughs> I haven't seen any trailers or anything. Does this really come out? Yeah, apparently they were like, yeah, the second one's out. Or is it... Oh, man, I'll have to look at it. They said it's it. on Nick. Elodian. That makes sense. That's the distributor of the cartoon. <laughs> so, okay. Hope you guys enjoyed. Enjoy your week. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye.